0: In 1936, a Czech writer named Karl Čapek published his final book. It was called War with the Newts. Newts, as in the amphibian. Two years later, in October 1938, the German army occupied Czechoslovakia, and this same writer was declared public enemy number two. Two months after that, Karl Čapek was dead. (laughs) This story is inspired by that final book, the one about newts.
1: Here's to the faucet dripping at night. The stove in the kitchen would never light. And here's to the boots that never fit quite.
2: What if a newly discovered species of highly intelligent, three foot tall amphibians overthrew humanity? Today on The Truth, we're introducing you to a new podcast series, Newts. It's a six part surf rock audio drama created and produced by Ian Koss and Sam J. Gold and was made with help from PRX and the truth we're premiering part one today on our show and you can follow the rest of the series by subscribing to newts wherever you listen to podcasts search for newts prx the rest of the series will only be available on their feed so be sure to subscribe to newts to hear all six parts part two is coming june 7th but today we are excited to premiere part one of a podcast about humanity greed exploitation war power and yes newts And now, Newt's, part one.
3: We'll be there in a second. Next time, something with wheels, maybe.
1: It's hard to know exactly where to begin the story of the end of humanity. I know where it began for me. I know because I was there that day when Captain Van Tock knocked on the door. Can I help you? I'm here
3: to see Mister Bundy. And you are? I'm a sea captain, see, and I've got a. Mister Bundy sees
1: visitors by appointment only.
3: What? Uh, uh, well, sure. (laughs) I got one of those. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. Is that a?
1: Beryl? What are you... I'm sorry, Captain. Mr. Bondi's booked up all day. Wait! Please! Lives are at stake. Lives? They're
3: starving, you see. And it's up to me. So many sweet little lives. And
1: there's business too! Money to be made! Wait, stop. Sorry. No, we, we have to go back farther. Um... See... To understand why this Van Tok was at the door of one of the most powerful men in Amsterdam, blubbering over a suspicious barrel of water, no less, you have to understand what's in the barrel of water. And to really understand that, we need to talk about pearls. So let's begin again with the story of Captain Van Tok and a little song I like to call, That Ain't No Devil, That's a Newt.
3: One,
0: two, three, four. Captain Van Dock sailed from Amsterdam. Thought he found a newt, but it is much more like a man. Captain Van Dock went in search of pearls. Thought he changed his life, but in the end he changed his
3: I am known throughout the ports of Europe as a sailor to be sure of. Go rowboat through Gibraltar and not take on one drop of water. <laughs> yes could. So when the call came down from Amsterdam, I answered like the captain that I am, head first, rope in hand. Stars be cursed and the seas be damned. The task was a simple. Well, they'd emptied every stretch of shore, but I know a place where no one's looked to be before. <laughs> I rounded Malta, the tip of Sri Lanka, and then to an island of Sumatra.
1: The tale went like this. They say the island's cursed
3: sea devils, they say. Like a shark? Not sharks. Proper devils of the sea. They roam the shore lying in wait. Ain't no man set foot there comes back alive. (laughs) Uh, Then ain't nobody found them pearls yet. When I heard of an island shunned by man, I went there like the captain that I am. Feet first, bottle in hand. The gods be cursed and the devil be damned. For that's what the locals called it, Devil's Bay. So the captain stepped ashore. I was looking for an oyster I could open with my knife. But Came out of the water and I saw it was a What was that? Show yourself Uh-oh. Well, that ain't no devil. That's a newt. Uh-oh. It was three feet tall and coming closer and in one hand it held an oyster. Just then I realized my luck, for it had no tool with which to shuck his meal. So they
0: made a deal.
3: I pried the thing open, and inside was the most amazing pearl. But that newt didn't care about no pearls. He served up his dinner and chopped the thing. And that's when his friends showed up. Dozens of them. When I saw that this could be my chance, I seized it like the captain that I am. Line up, you boys and girls. You get the coop, <laughs> and I get the pearls.
1: <laughs>
3: and there you go, Sonny. Everyone gets a turn. Feast with your father.
1: <laughs> and that's pretty much how it went. Until along came a shark.
0: Like a child.
3: I saw the look of panic as it spread across his face Because it had no word of hide. He couldn't leave the water and he couldn't swim away So the captain took his knife I took a swig of whiskey and I dove into the fray And the I killed the shark and sent it to the bottom of the brain The newts pulled me back to the shore. And as we're lying there out of breath, it hit me. See, I ain't never done one good thing for nobody, except myself. But tonight, I saved a newt. And that newt saved me. So I made a promise to myself. I'm gonna help these beautiful creatures. I'm gonna teach them how to fend for themselves devil be damned. That's what I'm gonna do.
1: That talk really meant it, and he got to work straight away.
3: All right, gather around, boys. See this here? This is a knife. knife? Oh, don't be scared. <laughs> you take the pointy end, and you stick it right in the back of the oyster, see? Give it a little wiggle, and there you go. Knife, knife, Now you try. No, no, no! That's the sharp side. Can't be hurting yourself. Uh, okay. That's better. Uh, you just take it here in the end. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Did you see that? People <laughs> boys are smart. Here.
1: Nobody heard from Van Talk for months. Most assumed he'd drown at sea, or at the bottom of a bottle. But the captain was having the time of his life, feasting on oysters and tending to his beloved nudes until a new problem emerged. Once the captain scared off all the sharks, the newt population grew and grew and grew. Soon they ate through all the oysters in Devil's Bay. The problem is they had nowhere else to go. These newts can't travel far on land, but they can't swim in the open ocean either. They were stuck, and soon they were starving. It was all Van Tok's fault but he wasn't about to give up.
3: Listen up, children. I just need the right kind of ship to get you out of here. Uh, like a ferry, you know?
1: But with a big tub of water on top. A newt ferry. To pull this off, he needed money. The kind of money that was only found in Amsterdam. So Van Tok put his favorite newt, Toby, in a barrel of water, and the two set off for Europe. Captain Ventox sailed to Amsterdam, brought along a new buddy, was much
0: more like a man. Captain Ventox went in search of pearls, thought he changed his life, but in the end,
1: he changed the world. Tok knew what these businessmen were like. If it didn't help their bottom line, they weren't interested. So he had brought along all the pearls he could carry, plus Toby as the living proof. But even still, it was a tough sell.
0: Take those newts, lizards, whatever they are, and bugger off. Haven't
1: any time for lizards, Captain. Now just hear me out, crazy fool. Van Talk lugged that barrel all around the harbor, whittling down his Rolodex until there was just one name left, Mr. Bondy. An old acquaintance and the last person he wanted to ask. But the captain made a promise to his newts. So he knocked on that door where he met me. Working the day shift. Can I help you?
3: I'm here to see Mr. Bundy. And you are? I'm a sea Captain see, And I've got Mr. To... Bundy sees
1: visitors by appointment only.
3: Uh, 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 uh well, sure. <laughs> I got one of those. Not yet, not yet
1: Is that a barrel? What are you... I'm sorry, Captain, Mr. Bondi's booked up all day Wait, please Lives are at
3: stake Lives? They're
1: starving, you see And it's up to me
3: So many sweet little lives And there's business too, Money to be made I know,
1: Toby. I know. Just a little longer now. What the hell is going on out there? I'm coming in! What are you doing? Captain, stop! Uh, uh, So the captain pushed right past me. Mr. Bundy!
3: Good to see ya.
1: He shut the door and dove straight into his story.
3: And they called the place
1: Devil's Bay. I heard it all through the keyhole. And I cut that shark straight up the middle. All building up to the grand reveal of his newt.
3: Have you... Ever seen something so special? I call him Toby, sir. He's real clever. They all are.
1: Toby, show him how you can shuck an oyster. But before Toby could begin the demonstration, Bondi, who had remained silent up to this point, rose from his chair. The room went quiet. I heard each footstep as he approached the newt. Now, there are three things you need to know about Mr. Bondi. One, there's a stack of business cards on his desk. On each card is printed just one word, Bondy. Not so-and-so Bondy or Dr. Bondi DDS, just
0: B-O-N-D-Y, Bondi.
1: Though he'd never say so out loud, there is no doubt that he takes great pride in the fact that, within his world of maritime commerce, the name Bondi speaks for itself. Two. Though his business is the sea, Mr. Bondi has no love of water. In fact, dating all the way back to a traumatic childhood incident... Nonsense! What incident? The details of which he has worked tirelessly to keep secret... This shipping magnate has not set foot in, or on, any body of water larger than his solid, copper bathtub. 3. Bondi's lack of aquatic acumen is more than made up for by his instincts in business. Just ask my competition. When other ships were powered by sails, Bondi's were powered by coal. By the time they caught up to coal, Bondi had already moved on to oil. He is relentless. He sees every angle. If there's money to be made, he'll make it. A deal to be had, he'll find it. Which is why the captain knew that Mr. Bondi was his newt's last hope.
2: We'll find out what happens next in just a moment. But first, some important messages that help make this show possible. And now back to Newt's.
1: For a long time, Mr. Bondi said nothing. He just stood over the barrel as Toby circled anxiously inside. He was thinking.
0: What could I do? What could I do? What could I do? do? with a newt such as you, what would I say, what would I say, what would I say if the chance came my way?
3: You might want to step back before he pops that oyster.
0: Go on, Toby, just like we practiced. I've seen enough. My doorman will show you out. But
3: he's got these strong little hands here. They're good for all
0: Pearls, yes, I understand the proposition, Captain, but however novel your newt's... Knife work, maybe. We've already stripped the East Indies of oysters. Uh, th- 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 There's th- none left. That's what I'm saying, sir.
3: There's tons of oysters down there, just not any we can reach. But my boys
1: know where to look. They can find them, grab them, and shuck them all on their own. In a dramatic gesture, Van Tok removed his cap. Look! Revealing a whole handful of pearls nestled inside. <sighs> And that's just a fraction of what we got down there. I'm telling
3: you, anyone who says the East Indies is out of Pearls, they don't know my
1: notes. But Bondi hardly glanced at the Pearls. He was fixated on Van Tok's face. Without the hat, the man looked strangely familiar. What did you say your name was?
3: Captain... Well, you can just call me Captain
0: Sir (laughs) The important thing is right now my boys are starving down there. we got to get them out of that bay. Somehow I feel like we've met before. Oh,
3: I think I'd remember
0: meeting you, Mr. Bondy. As would I. I see there's plenty of time for getting to once we set sail. Was it uh, London, the annual maritime trade oh, luncheon?
3: I can be ready in the morning, really, Mr. Bondi. I've, no,
0: I've... no, no, no. It's something farther back. Oh, were you the captain that used to run Havana for me? Come on, sir. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. Or could be from my days on the floor of the Amsterdam Exchange. God maybe? damn it, Bondy! You- you're always stuck in that little head of yours. Just shut up and listen to me! Bondy, Bondi, Van
3: Tock. No, I'm, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Bondy, Bonnie, sissy little blondie. Kick him in the
0: arse and throw him in the pondie. You're that Van Talk boy. The neighborhood bully. Quite the memory you got there, Mr. Bondi. I knew. I recognized you. How long's it been? What, 40 years? You remember much from back then? Oh, uh, I know you made my life a living hell. Oh, well, I, I made hell for a lot of folks, but. You stole my lunch. Only once in a while. Oh, every day. I never took your money, though. Oh, oh, do you remember what you used to say to me? Bondi, Bondi, sissy little. Oh, what comes next? My memory's a little
3: f- foggy on that uh,
0: one, uh, sir. No, go on. Finish it. <clears throat> uh,
3: better learn to swim before I drown you in the pondy.
0: It's good to see you. You mean. You ain't mad about that? Oh, it's been 40 years. I'm so thrilled to hear you say
3: that, sir. That's why I came straight to you about this business operation. Oh, you did? Oh, them other folks wanted in, but I said, no
0: sirree. Uh, me and uh, Mr. Bundy, we go way back. <laughs> we sure do. It's incredible. <laughs> oh, you said it. I mean, I'm so successful now, and you're this crazed, sniveling, nude-obsessed brute. What? Get out. But what about Now. You? I'm begging you, Mr. Bondi.
3: Please. I'm just so worried about me nudes. Maybe. Maybe I was a nasty boy. And maybe you don't need to forgive me for any of it. But me nudes. Mr. Bondi. They changed me. I'm trying to do something good. Take your pearls and go. Keep the pearls. I know it don't add up to my transgressions. But really, I am sorry.
1: Van Talk looked me right in the eyes as he left.
3: Thanks anyway for opening the door.
1: And then, he was gone. I've replayed that day so many times I've lost count. I thought about it when pearls became as common as gumballs. When the fair came to town and people stood in line all day to see a newt in a top hat reading from the evening paper. When suddenly newts were inescapable, and all the women I knew started wearing salamander skirts, skin tight, down past the knees. God, those were uncomfortable. I thought about that day when the Amsterdam canals were converted into breeding pools, when the first newt battalions were formed in the Baltic, when Venice was abandoned to the sea. Every time the water crept up and those croaking sounds grew closer, A feeling washed over me. That if I hadn't opened that damn door, maybe none of this would have happened.
0: Oh my god. These pearls must be worth 200,000 Gilder alone.
1: Or maybe it had to happen this way. And we're just the unlucky people who got to act it all out.
0: Next time, on Newts.
3: Good evening! (laughs) Good evening? Yes, Miss Lily. Is it true you met a real newt? Inspired by true events from my life, I give you
0: Lovers on Pearl Island. (laughs) Uh 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 Stop it! Stop
3: it! Toby! Did you hear that? Everything's going to be all right!
2: you can follow the rest of the series by subscribing to newts wherever you listen to podcasts search for newts prx or go to newtspod.com to hear more we'll also put a link in our show notes the rest of the series is only available on their feed so be sure to subscribe to newts to hear all six parts part two is coming june 7th newts was created and produced by sam j gold and ian koss it was directed by sam j gold with music and sound design by ian koss and executive produced by jocelyn gonzalez and me jonathan mitchell Episode 1 featured Chris Barron as Captain Von Toc, Lindsay Nicole Chambers as the narrator, and Joseph Medieros as Mr. Bondi. Additional roles were performed by Sarah Naughton, Juan Ignacio Sanguinetti, Alok Patel, John Michael Reese, and Putu Rechiasa. The music was composed and performed by Ian Koss, with Bill Carbone on the drums, Sid Eyer, Linny Fianaca, Sam Lapine, and Varun Sasisekharan of the Tufts' Bielzebubs laid down those sweet, sweet vocal harmonies. And shout out to Naomi Yang for assistance on The Captain's Sea Shanty. The Truth is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX, where a network of independent, listener-supported, artist-owned podcasts. You can learn more about all the Radiotopia shows at radiotopia.fm. Our associate producer is Cadence Mandibura. I'm Jonathan Mitchell, and you have been hearing...
3: The Truth... Radio